This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hi, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. Most people don't know that I have a bachelor's degree in third world history with an emphasis on West African studies. It doesn't come up in conversation much. Years ago, my wife bought me an African mask for my birthday. It is made of hard, thick wood. His eyes are half-closed and his mouth is wide open. From the eyes to the chin, it is covered with a thin sheet of metal. The forehead is decorated with criss-cross grooves. Surrounding that are seashells pressed into hard clay. This mass has been my office companion for 20 years. The interesting thing about a mass of this sort is that it does not change expressions. This mass over the many years has never changed even so slightly. Have you ever considered that people often wear a mask? I would be surprised if you didn't wear a mask from time to time. I'm not speaking of a physical mask, but instead one we wear to hide what we're feeling inside or even our true intentions. For example, you have a couple sitting on a couch watching the movie Old Yeller. When Old Yeller dies, the wife looks over at her sobbing macho man and asks, Are you crying? He quickly replies, No, not me. It's just a dog. The face does not match the feelings inside. We find several examples of this mask-wearing in the Bible. Jesus said, Moreover, whenever you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. As surely I say to you, they have their reward. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 16. Jesus again addressed this hypocrisy in Matthew chapter 23, verses 27 and 28, whenever he said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanliness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. In both cases, these men wore a mask that hid their inner true selves. If we are not careful, Christians can do the same thing. We can become motivated not by godliness, but by our desire for attention and even pride. If we are not careful, our devotion to God can give way to our fleshly desires. That is why we are so often encouraged to take a look at the man in the mirror to see if we are continuing to reach upward towards godliness or if we are starting to be overcome by carnal thinking. There is another type of mask wearing that honest Christians are oftentimes guilty. For example, whenever we've had a tough day and the weight of the world is upon our shoulders, if someone was to call or to drop by and ask how we're doing, how would we respond? Often we would reply, fine, things couldn't be better. Yet in reality, they are not. Thus, we put on a mask. I understand there are times whenever we don't want to explain what we're going through. Likewise, there may be people who ask that we'd rather not open up to. In such cases, it would bring a greater burden than relief. Yet there are times when we bring hardships upon ourselves whenever we should really let our mask down and let others know what we're going through. Understandably, this makes us vulnerable to others' opinions. However, precious friends that can hold things in confidence are a blessing. The saying goes, many hands make light work. 
Paul said in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Yet, how am I to carry another's burdens if they are wearing a mask and do not allow me to know about their burdens? Also, how can I have my burdens lifted if I wear a mask all the time and do not allow people to see my real needs? I believe many Christians are unduly burdened whenever they do not open up and tell other brethren about their needs, their dilemmas, their trials, temptations, or even addictions. Christians should understand that we are a part of a wonderful family whose hearts are set on eternity. We want to go to heaven, and we want our brethren to go there as well. It should be our desire that every member of the body of Christ cross that finish line. Yet, through the long course of life, we may become weak. We can put on our mask and go it alone, or we can lean on our brethren for help. The wise Solomon said, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift his companion. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verses 9 and 10. Who best to encourage one another than those in the family of God? Yet they are only able to do so if we take off our mask and let the need be known. Just something to think about. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will. And I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. Volumes 1 through 3 of There is a River is now out on Amazon and paper and Kindle versions, as well as the study of the Gospel of John, which is entitled, Who Has Believed Our Report? I've written them for your encouragement. Enjoy. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.